What's up, everybody? This is Judith A. Hope you're listening to Mad Up. I sound subdued, but I feel pretty good. I got most of the night. I got sleep most of the night. I'm not sure if my mom slept or not. She seemed to be very up and down, very busy um, at like 5, 5 a.m. And normally when she's like that, she hasn't been asleep. But she didn't eat her snacks. So my new thing is instead of getting up and fighting with her, I leave her snacks out. So they're right on the counter when she first gets up at the in the middle of the night. So she doesn't have to, you know, like prepare a snack. So, excuse me, having yawned all morning. So then I um, leave them on the countertop for her. And either she eats it and goes back to bed. Sometimes that's enough. Other times she goes back for more Cheez-Its. And then... Um, other times she's just not sleeping at all so she has her snack and she's just kind of piddling but she doesn't really wake me up anymore and she doesn't wander so I've been able to get you know a fair amount of sleep this week was a little choppy but for the most part it's been pretty good she's pleasant almost kind of sweet I think it's uh you know she'll be 86 soon so I think it's really really challenging uh for her because it's sort of dawning on her like you know, I'm not really myself anymore. You know, I'm not really who I used to be anymore. And um, those daily thoughts that she used to have have lessened even more over this last year and a half. You know, she just she just does less and less. Uh, she doesn't want to watch TV. She doesn't get up and get dressed. It's I mean, it's hard. This is really challenging. And I'm saying all that to say. Do not be waiting on the medical system to give you all these great answers and all this great support and help. Basically, many American families who are already doing it now, but it's going to be many more and it could be yours or you guys are going to have to figure out your own solutions. So that may mean somebody turns themselves into an LLC and uh, makes themselves a health care company so they can take care of their mom. Right. Or your mom and your aunt or your favorite uncle or whatever, because we're going to have to get innovative with our solutions because there's not going to be any help. We saw through COVID that you can easily overwhelm the hospital system. And uh, I've been listening to some stuff and I'm not conspiratorial, but it is a fair question. I'm going to veer off a little bit here, but it's it underlines my point about the medical system and how much help it needs. It needs to be revamped. They told us that this vaccine was going to keep you from getting the virus. And now uh, it apparently it doesn't because every time you turn around, they, there's a new strain and they want you to get vaccinated against that. But then it's like, what's in this vaccine? Like, I'm not going to just keep taking this vaccine that you all whipped up in under a year. Is it ineffective? Does it not work at all? Does it work? Uh, but it doesn't work against this actual virus. I don't understand. So I'm not getting any more shots. Um, you know, I just, I did it initially. I didn't particularly want to, but I, I felt like it was in the interest of public safety and also like your jobs and stuff. 
you know, it was a real hassle where I work if you didn't get vaccinated. So I did. I got vaccinated. I got my mom vaccinated. We got boosted. But then it's like, okay, now you got to get two and three boosters in the same year. No, thanks. There's a chance you all don't know what you're talking about, which my experience with dementia and taking my mom to the hospital proved to me that they are not prepared for anything that's not a broken arm or a heart attack or, you know, So don't be thinking you're about to take your loved one to the hospital and get all this help or that you can just call your doctor and they will give you all this help. They don't do that. Okay, you better hurl yourself down some steps and break your arm. Otherwise, they're not going to even consider your loved one. No, not you. Send your loved one down the steps with a broken arm because that's the only way they'll treat them. The dementia diagnosis gets you nothing. They couldn't care less. And that's scary, right? I think it's scary. It's like, well, if we, if you all don't know, what the hell are the rest of us supposed to do with it? I'm not a doctor or a nurse. But I've had to become one. I've had to learn the language. I've had to be super observant and figure out what's going on with my mom. And I've been the one that's been leading the charge and trying to come up with ideas to ease her life. You know, I think... Uh, the more home health care workers I deal with, the more of them, the more they say, don't be bothered with these facilities because they're overwhelmed, too. They don't and they don't pay very much. So people are not given great care, you know, so your loved one may be neglected. So a lot of the home health clients they have have come from um, nursing homes and you know, old age facilities. So basically, if your loved one cannot live independently, you're going to have to figure out the best solution for that person. And I'm telling you now, this whole I don't want to be bothered, that's not going to work. Because you can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. I mean, unless you just want to see your loved one out on the fucking street. I mean, then in that case, you're a monster. And then you need to you got bigger problems than just being a neglectful child. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, that's not an option for most people, you know? So make a plan, get serious about it, get focused, get excited. And, uh, you know, this is an opportunity to create a family business. If there's someone in your family who understands setting up LLCs or however you're going to set it up and, you know, get your money back from all this stuff. And then, hey, go rent apartments and see how many people you can go, you, your, your team can care for. Hire staff. This, this is probably the new business boom. I'm not even exaggerating. You guys don't, you guys don't, it's not in the news. I don't understand why. No one's talking about it. No one's doing these deep investigative reports. We are about to have more seniors in our country than we've ever had in the history of our country. And the people working underneath, including me, uh, Gen X, millennials, this Gen Z, we're, it's not enough of us to even cover the whole, the, the boomers are going to leave in the uh, workplace. We're already about 400,000 jobs uh, short. Well, no, we have the jobs. We don't have the people. We're 400,000 people short of these skilled positions that folks have left because they retired. It's happening in my office. 
I mean, at least three or four people who didn't seem to be thinking about retirement were like, oh, COVID, I need to see my family, let's retire. Okay, they left huge vacuums. I mean, these are talented people. And the problem with the workforce is you're not, you're losing talent and you're not replacing it with equal caliber talent. And you see it everywhere from uh, your doctor's offices to, I told you, uh, to to like uh, McDonald's even, you know. And I don't know a lot of seniors who worked at McDonald's, but you know what I mean? Like you can see that these young people at McDonald's, they're they're not going to be high caliber employees in other places. When you go someplace and you're getting horrible customer service, that's because no one is really training these kids to understand, like, this is how you make money, by treating people well. If you just want to talk shit and, and uh, you know, be funny uh, in front of your friends who are recording it, that's not going to cut it. You want to go viral for being an asshole at Subway? Yeah, that's not, that's not... That's not what we're trying to do here. People don't understand. You need to give good service or your business will fold up and you won't have a job. You know, it's just, it's very strange. Like people are not alarmed like they should be. There's not enough people to keep the economy humming. Those boomers were, were an anomaly. I mean, they just, it was so many of them. That's why they were a boom, but it's going to be hard. And people don't even talk about my generation Gen X gets no love, you know, and millennials, that's a big group, but it's not as big as the boomers. And then this Gen Z group, you know, like I said, I went to the doctor and like the girl, the girl working in the office, they hired this girl. She had to be about 20, 21, and she never shared her name. She wasn't particularly warm and fuzzy. She had her headphones in. It's like, how the fuck you going to do a job like this with some headphones in? How are you customer service with headphones in? No one loves music more than me. But when people have to talk to me, I don't have a headphone in my ear. So it's like, what are you doing? She didn't, she never introduced herself. Like I said, she didn't, she just, she just wasn't very good at her job. And I'm like, how are you, how are we going to deal with all of these antisocial, no social skill having 20-somethings because all they do is text and meet people and talk on the on their phones. They don't really meet people in person. It's all through the internet. And you think it's kind of funny until you realize, like, this is going to be a real problem because no one has any social skills. It's very strange. I, I don't understand. So I'm just saying... I think it'd be a good idea to start looking into forming little healthcare companies, trying to find people to work for you, pay them well, treat them well, and maybe not depend on the healthcare system because they're not there. It won't be there. There, hospitals now are basically giant ERs. If you don't have something that is acute that they can set and put a cast on, or uh, you know, give you some heart attack meds or put some stents in your heart, something like that they can do quickly and get you out of there. They're not interested. I've heard another person, her dad's super sick, got cancer, got some sort of infection. They can't figure out what's wrong with him and they're trying to release him because they don't know what's wrong with him. I mean, like, 
what is the point of the hospital if they don't give you any help? I mean, and I'm just trying to warn you, you're going to be furious like I was. I walked out of that hospital taking my mom and I was, I just was like, fuck y'all. Y'all didn't do shit. And her doctor would not call me back. It was just really, really frustrating and disappointing. And you think you're going to get help and answers and you get absolutely nothing. And this was one of the better healthcare systems in the city. So I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not trying to bring anybody down. This is a concern. This is an issue. And I don't know what it's going to take for people to start talking about it. But you need to start talking about it now. You need a plan. We're already in the middle of January. It's January 18th. Isn't that insane? Feels like we just had New Year's like yesterday. And so we're we're already in the middle of the month. I hope everybody is, has written out their goals and stuff. My goal this year is to make people understand the urgency behind uh, this dementia winter that's coming. Because it's coming. And it's going to be relentless. And I hope... That all of this nonsense and chaos that we've been going through with the economy and all, you know, I hope that some of this stuff starts to settle and we can really focus on the people who need our focus. You know what I mean? Like, I hope the nonsense, chaos, and shenanigans goes away. I hope chaos agents all go away. Trust me, there are people out here who like the world the way it is, all messed up with people not communicating properly mixed signals. I was listening to somebody talk about George Soros and maybe this was his plan to hire all these. He he funded he's that super liberal and I don't care for liberals because uh, they're actually super racist and he's the super liberal rich guy who funded all these progressive prosecutors and in almost every major city there's nothing but chaos. The crime is out of control. It was like this weird social experiment that didn't work. And somebody was saying, well, maybe George Soros wanted this. Because, I mean, his family escaped Nazi Germany. But there's some stories around them that don't paint them like saints. And, of course, if you say anything like that, then you're an anti-Semite, which is the same with black people. If you say anything negative against black people, you're a racist, which is silly. We need to stop focusing on the race and the background of people and just focus on the fact that there are good people and they're not good people. And they will represent every color, creed, age, whatever. So there are chaos agents at work and they are happy that things are uh, headed like this because this is this is disturbing. You know, you've got all these people. Um just run around with no respect for the law, no respect for themselves, and no respect for you. And then you've got all these health crises, and no one's even talking about what long-term COVID has done to people. People, we're not even going to be sure for years what the extent of what COVID can do to your body because we have to live through it. (laughs) Sorry, my nose has stopped up. So it's something, something to think about. I still hope you have an amazing day. I still hope you have an amazing month. And uh, waiting for my answers, if I sent you a questionnaire. And Sheila, I know you listen to the show. I just don't know if you wanted to do, uh, be a part of it. But if you do, let me know.
the the pressure to be pleasing. I just don't feel like that would have been an issue for you, Sheila. <laughs> That's why I didn't ask you. <laughs> but it was for me. So anyway, everybody, please be safe out here. Be your best.